Hello, friend. Hello. We're on a new day. A new day. It's been a There's minute no since we did the Wednesdays. We're gonna have to come up with Maybe. like an official official day for the season. For some more consistency. Because right now there's no like, rules. You know, we're still off season mode. It'll, it'll be Wednesday next, or Thursday. Next Thursday week we gotta nice. do go ahead. I was gonna say Thursday is nice because Thursday night football and we can preview that. But at the same time, right. it'd be nice to get it out to you Wednesday so you can you know you can listen to it Thursday morning. So we'll figure that out. Next week we gotta do Wednesday because Thursday I'm gonna be at the Hall of Fame game. Bam, bam, That's bam, what's bam, up. Bam. So happy for you, man. And so happy for football. I like it's so funny because I already have seen a handful of Jags fans on Twitter talk about how like they might not even go to the game and like they're only just going for the 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 ceremony itself. And I'm like, I get that, but like I paid now some people are only like paying Larry for won't the, play. Right, no, not at all. Some people paid for are paying for just the enshrinement ceremony and cool, whatever. But I was like, you know what? Like, this is the first Jaguar getting in the Hall of Fame ever. Um, I can drive there. Like, I think it's four, four and a half for me. Like, not bad. Whatever. Um, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like, Fred Taylor should be in the Hall of Fame. Just easy. I'm so I, when when I see third party people acknowledge Freddie's greatness, it makes me happy. He's like eleventh on all time. It's like yeah, yard. it's like literally the stupidest thing ever. How he's not in there, and there's like he was multiple stud. multiple people behind him in yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, continue. Um, I'm well, just Sally super was pumped. Overlooked for a long time too. He absolutely deserves it. Yeah, I'm just super pumped. Um, the game. I'm just excited to be at the atmosphere. Yes, and man. just soak it in, man. Saturday, the enshrinement. I don't know. It's going to be so cool. I can't wait for when Tony Baselli is up there and he's going to give a Duval and we're all going to give it back. And it's going to be so fucking cool. I can't Absolutely, wait. man. I'm well, happy let's for get you. to it. So we're the guys in Room 619 presenting the Leftovers podcast. We talk sports, mostly fantasy football, leaning towards Dynasty and DFS. That's our true passion. I'm looking forward to some DFS talk soon. Hopefully, we'll we'll lump in betting with DFS. I think that's the same category for us. I would agree. Um, But we're off-season modes right now. We're previewing previewing divisions a little bit differently than I think most people do. Just kind of going for some categories or superlatives. And um, you know, let's get going, man. We're I'm ready to go. Same. All right. So, AFC South this week. So we start with the highest finisher at the position that was sur- surprised. So someone that's going too low in drafts that I think will outproduce that ADP. Um, I have two for this category because really my next category is a weak one. So my number one choice is Robert Woods. He's going wide receiver. Oh, I like 49. that one. Wide receiver forty nine. Wow. You're, you're gonna tell me, bro, is a wide receiver five? He's going behind um, Burks, Burks, isn't he? Yeah, that's he is. Criminal. Not by not by a ton, but he is. Um, he shouldn't. He's going nine oh seven, so very late in the draft. So you're talking like a bench player, and um, he should easily be a wide receiver one. I mean, wide receiver one on his team is what I mean to say. Right. Um, he's been a wide receiver fourteen or better to the three previous years before last year when he was hurt. Um, and I think he's got top thirty upside easy. 
I like that call, man. Um, he got out of that situation in LA. That was, well, first of all, situation in LA bus, busted him onto the scene, but then he got out at the perfect time because now I like, think so. he's getting paid somewhere else and he's going to get his chance to, you know, have some attention. And, yeah, right. And uh, good for him. So I think it's a great call. This is a team clearly knows how to get it done. Uh, I think, I don't even know who their new OC is, but. I think Vrabel still gets credit for putting a game plan to, you know, together and great, great in-game adjustments. Right, like in play calling by them too. Usually on offense, yeah, they. Re- I feel like they max maximize their talent, which is a sign of good coaching. Um, right. We'll talk about this later, but there's a lot of opportunity to catch passes in that offense with AJB gone. Um, you know, it's. It's, I think it's wide open. So um, I think that's a good call. My other, like, 1B would be Christian Kirk. Um, the only reason I didn't pick him is he's going wide receiver 40, 7th round, 10th pick. I think that's, like, I think that's still good value. But I don't think, like, if he finished, like, wide receiver 37, I think that's still, like, a pretty good finish for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas I think Robbie, well, I think, like, Bobby Trees could be, like, if he's going, he's being drafted at wide receiver 49, I think if he's wide receiver like 35 or something like that, that's yeah, like a that's much a better job. Right. Um, but same thing. He should be the clear wide receiver one on his team. Um, that they paid him. They're going to use him. Larry was among, I think he was the, I think he was second in pass attempts last year. Um, Damn. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. I, Brady was one and I'm pretty sure he was two. He was, he was among the tops, right? I anticipate a similar kind of offense as far as, them being behind and needing to pass. Uh, I think he's like, he's become like the, I mean, it's weird to say like a 25 year old player is like the veteran, but he's right. like there. I mean, he's going to be their he guy. He, so um, it's the exact same thing I said last year about uh, Marvin Jones, except about, this guy's in his prime. Right. Like I, I had a lot of strong convictions last season about how uh, Lawrence would really lean on Marvin. And he did like, a lot of people were hyping up Chark and LaVisca last year. And I, LaVisca, obviously, I mean, I really liked him last year too. But even – You weren't alone. Even – no, totally. And But as much as I liked him, I still always thought Marvin was going to be the guy because just that, like, veteran presence for, for a young quarterback. And Lawrence has already talked about how QB-friendly Kirk is, you know, finding zone spots and just being right where he needs him and blah, 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 blah. But whatever, it's – it's it's insane to me that his number one target is going this low. I agree. It's I think, not like, I mean, shit. Even Brandon Cooks is, in, you know, deservedly, but like in a, he's in a very similar situation. You know, the best receiver on a not good offense. We'll talk about him in a minute. But I don't know. Yeah, I think Kirk is going just crazy late. Yeah, I think his ADP is rising. Um, and so I think both guys will definitely be top 36 and could push for top 30 wide receivers. Um, and so they're really good values because um, at least in my best ball drafts this year, the new trend is just like goddamn loading up on wide receivers early. And they are running out fast. Like and like, not that, like not that you won't still get good guys, but like, we're talking like Hollywood Brown is going as people's like wide receiver three on their team. 
You know what I mean? Like it's just mm-hmm. they're piling up early, and they're like, "I'll I'll settle with the running backs later." Um, so that's definitely been been a trend I'm noticing. No, you're totally right. Um, and so the reason why I picked two for this is one because I really like the two, and and the my next category is the lowest finisher that was surprised. So someone that's being drafted very high that I think might not return that value, and it's someone that people love. Um, our menchies will be full by our flocks of fans. And it's Michael oh, Pittman. Dude, um, I was he's I was good. Gonna, he's good. I what? was straight up gonna interrupt you and say Michael Pittman, but I thought that was gonna be too hot takey. What he's going wide receiver? What? What do you think he's going as for me to pick him? Thirteen. That's my guess. Nailed it. Whoa! That was impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> well done. I promise this is, we we do no prep as far as like I surprise him, he'll surprise me later. Anyway, why does he 13? I, I can't emphasize enough how little time we put into this decision. Um he's going round three, pick four. So very early, you know, you're talking like a primo pick. And I don't don't get me wrong, we both rode Michael Pittman DFS like almost every single week last week. Time. He had like half his weeks were over 15 points. Like he did, he's a good wide receiver. I 100% believe in him. But here are some guys that are coming after him, immediately after him Mike Williams, uh, Josh Allen, Connor, ETN, Pitts, DJ Moore, Hollywood, Sutton. I like all those guys over, like at least as much as Pittman, if not more. Same. I mean, um, it's a QB downgrade. I don't care. I know everyone likes to pop, pop, hype up Matt Ryan. But once was like 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and he doesn't give a fuck. He'll just throw he it. Just, like, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. YOLO. He's like, if I, I can, I can fit that throw. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is, he is, no, he is that Jameis sense where he's like, I got this. Like, get on my back. I, would, I would love to find out the number of like extended plays Wentz made for them. And see, that was another thing. Like, he can roll out. He can make things happen. Matt Ryan cannot move. Cement shoes, right? Cement he's, shoes. He's not going anywhere. Um, and we'll like, talk a little bit why I think Michael Pittman might not get the same kind of volume he got last year in a little bit as well. But dude, we'll, you are just teaser city tonight. I love it. But, but, yeah, don't I mean, don't you think? I mean, it's tough to be a wide receiver one, right? Wide receiver 13 is basically a wide receiver one. It's right, really hard yeah. to do that. Agreed. And for me, it's like I've fallen victim to the taking the guy in the, you know, low two, three turn that has all the hype and then and the you're expecting to take this huge leap and then they just don't. And you're just like, you're screwed because it's so high. All and right. like you're, if it like works, you said, you're talking yeah. about multiple dudes behind him who, I mean, I mean, I've not ETN, it. but like track record. Right. So I don't yeah, I think that's and and I a hundred percent still agree, gonna be a, a great player. And I think but, like a month, two months ago, he was like wide receiver like 17, wide receiver 18. That's probably where he's going. Like that's that's good value that's, in my yeah. opinion. But like look at so here are my other choices for this. I can get JT use the 101. Like, no, I fully believe in JT. <laughs> Henry's going like pick six or seven or eight. Like he's going like back yeah. into the first. Like that's pretty good for him. You know what I mean? Like he was the he was killing it before he got hurt last right. year. ETN's running back 16. I think that's pretty 
I mean, that's probably high end for him. He probably would have been my second choice, but I love ETN. I wasn't going to do that. Right. Cooks is wide receiver 24. We said we'd mention him. That's great value. He's absolutely a wide receiver two in my eyes. I agree. And that's low end. I mean, that's basically a wide receiver three. So, um, and then after that, it goes all the way to Kirk at wide receiver 40. That's the next because AFC South, there's just not a lot of top end talent. It's bad offense all around for the most part. Right. I, mean. I mean, Indy, Houston, Jacksonville, Tennessee, like think about those guys and where they're being picked. Like there wasn't a lot of top end talent. You know, I, okay. I mean, you could say Henry if you want to fade him because that coming off an injury in older age or like JT, like it's hard to be the one on one. But I mean, in every draft I've been in, JT has gone one on one. So I'd I'd pick McCaffrey this year one on one. Yeah, I could see it. I, I he is very very interesting. But yeah, so it was less so that I hate Pittman. I just I think he was the best of my options. I yeah, I give you that. Okay. And like and part I think I think it's just really important for people to to hear that like it's not uh, I hate Pittman or like for for example when I wrote the Kenneth Walker article like I I made sure to write like none of this is a knock on Brees Hall. I think Brees is going to be great. But it shows how great I think Kenneth is. And like people yeah, you just got to like pay attention and hear what someone's trying to say before you just say Oh, you fucking idiot. Right. You're you're bashing uh Pittman. Um extra, extra, read all about it. Dennis Healy is bashing Michael Pittman here. I'm gonna tell him it was Zach. Um <laughs> backup RB I would want. And this is part of the reason why I think Pittman takes a little bit of a step back. It's Naheem Hines. He is RB 45. That is juicy. Yeah, it is. Last time he had an old crusty quarterback. He finished RB15 in full PPR. Damn. I mean, he's done it. And that was JT's rookie year. Who Remember, Marlon Mack missed like week one out. And so JT got fed, and Naheem Hines still ate. Um, so he's shown it. I think he catches a lot more dump-offs with, with Matt Ryan, who can't move around, who can't extend. Older and mobile quarterbacks dump off way more. See Bill Rivers. See um, Brady. Um, Big, ben. Big Ben. Thank you. Um <laughs> Like he is, and like there's like they're like keep saying like we want to feature him because he is like their separation guy, right? Yeah. He's a good dude. Um, elite opportunity if JT were to miss a game or two, yeah, has been top like I said has been top twenty with JT healthy already, and I think he's a flex option in certain matchups like in games where it's going to be a high scoring event. I think Naheem Hines is a hundred percent flex worthy. Uh yeah. I think with the way you're seeing the league go, or okay, I got two reasons here. Okay. One, the way you're seeing the league go, based on just running back usage in general. Uh, two, they they've got the worst coach in the league for using Jonathan Taylor. I, and and like it's like there there's like a lot of troll factor there, but it, there's also a <laughs> lot of merit. There's a lot of merit there. Like I I watched the Colts and. It's like when as soon as JT really starts to get rolling, they like go do everything else. And then it's like they outthink themselves. Right. And then when clearly like he's getting stuffed, like in the Jacksonville game in week 18 or whatever, like they were all over JT's ass. And then they just keep they just keep trying. It's like, I don't know, Frank Reich and calling the offense for JT is just like criminal to me. And yeah. 
I, I think that's a legitimate uh, cause for some concern. It's not like I am not drafting JT because of that, but like, I think it, the- I think it feeds perfectly into your point about Heinz being uh, uh, liable. Right. Yeah. And like, I think that what always saves JT is his home run threat. It's because any play, he could bust 80 yards on anybody because he's just that dude, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it could be a running back year in Indy and it would make a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, I like, I like Hines a lot. I think, I think he's going to be a good value. I've tried to get him in as many best well drafts as I could. I got robbed on Scott Fishbowl. Sadly, I couldn't get him. Um, Next one, late best ball pick that um, I love. And I mentioned this earlier, a lot of freed up targets. I like Austin Hooper a ton. Okay. That's where he's going. Tight end what? 69. Nailed it. Tight end 24. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's, I mean, we're you're talking basically free. 1601. Right. You know what I mean? Um, has shown tight end one upside before. He's done it. He's been that dude. Now he's not like, you know, he's not Travis Kelsey or he's not, you know, like Waller or Pitts or like some or Kittle that's going to bust like 80 yard plays or anything like that. Hmm, but, you know, right. but he's like that check down guy and he, he's a, he, there, are, there should be targets and veteran quarterbacks typically lean on veteran players. Um, I think he catches a lot of targets and I think he's Walmart brand Zach Ertz. I like it. Great value, Zach Ertz. Right. I mean, get him as your um, tight end three. Cash. Right. And he's always been a guy that I've felt like he's just a solid player. Yeah. I mean, something special, but not sexy, he's, but he's going he's also, late. And he's also going to get opportunity there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I think this is a solid choice. Yeah. I mean, a lot of options because, like we said, a lot of their players are going late. I just, that's someone I've been targeting because I've kind of, I like getting like I've been trying to get like a decent like top seven guy, and then I'm going like Irv Smith, or I'm going Komet, or I'm going Gerald Everett, kind of in the middle rounds, and then I like Hooper late as kind of like just to round out the room. Um, last one, um, favorite dynasty player from this division. I know Zach's is Larry, but uh, <laughs> I'm guessing your second is my first. And it's Travis yep. motherfucking Etienne. <laughs> Hell yeah. God damn, this dude's going to eat. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So people are finally starting to recognize because his ADP is fucking flying. He was going yes, way after is. Brees Hall. And Brees Hall is joining, is rising. But Etienne's is usurped him easily. Um, so he is going pretty early. So if you want him at this point, I don't think he's a value. I think he's like, you're anticipating like borderline RB1. Right. if you're taking them which is I, I i mean we're both in that same page from what yeah. i understand um i just want to go down just in case you forgot because it's been a minute all-time acc <laughs> points scorer he's the only one the top 13 is not a kicker i was just about to say how many in the different conferences aren't kickers jesus christ yeah only guy in the top 13 and he's number one baby only, that's nuts o- only him and ron dane are the only guys to have 13 rushing touchdowns in four more seasons. Like, and Ron Dane's an all-time college football player. Um, number one ACT player in rushing yards. Yards from scrimmage and tutties. 77, baby. 
Like, hit your head on a goalpost, bitch. What? Um, goddamn love this guy. His his relative athletic score, 91, 91st percentile for running backs. Running backs are typically pretty athletic, just saying. I'd say, yeah. Um, should get all the high-value targets. Think Kamara. He's going to get the red zone touches. He's going to get the passing touches. Like, they're going to scheme up ways to get him in space because he's just faster than you. I... <laughs> Speechless. That's right. I told you, Travis, motherfucking ETN. I love this guy, man. That was, oh. that was fantastic. I, 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 bet, I bet you're just like six to midnight right now. Whew, man. <laughs> I just need, fuck myself. You need a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Um, damn. All right. It's you now. All right. <laughs> um, told you I love this guy. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pause on the ETN love. Um, mine is obviously Trevor because I'm all in, all in, all in, all in on Trevor's talent. Um, you box score watch and you say this guy wasn't that great last year and he left a lot to be desired, but he also put a lot on film that a ton of veterans in this league aren't doing like the talent is there. The talent is for real. And it's coming in hot to ass blast this league, and I can't wait. Which so I'm trying. Sorry, keep going. Uh, which is, I'm just like so excited because, I mean, one nobody wanted last year to happen like it did, but at the same time, it also put Trevor in like the back seat a little bit. And I'm just so I'm just so impressed with his demeanor. And like the way he stands at the mic yesterday and says after practice, like I I'm here to prove to these guys in the rest of the league that I belong. And I know I do. And like the way he says it and just you hear you're like, damn, like he he believes it so hard himself. Like, why wouldn't he? God damn, I can't wait to watch this guy. Um, So historically, um, there are like I think like eight guys in like the. Like, as far as the top overall ever high school recruits, and Larry's tied for the top. Um, Fields just a little bit behind him, just saying. <laughs> um, but then, courtesy of Zach Attack at FF Chalupa Batman, great, great user. Fantastic. Um, top five QBs in NFL for 2021 money throws. Money throws is a pass requiring exceptional skill or athleticism, as well as critical throws executed in clutch moments. So, Kyler Murray, number one, 45. Tom Brady, number Ooh. two, 44. Kirk Duty Cousins. Sorry, I need to interrupt and say I bet you Kyler learned that on Madden. Go ahead. More on that later. Teaser please, <laughs> right here. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, 43. Got to give him credit, although I, I credit JJ. I, I wouldn't um, have guessed that. Number four, Larry. With That's 40. nuts. Aaron Rodgers, 37. Now, now – Go ahead. I was going to say, now, like we said, he did have a lot of passing attempts. But, I mean, that's a com- that's the kind of company you want to be in. And with everything going wrong last year, I think that right. just says a lot about him. I, I've i said it before, and I obviously just said it minutes ago. Just him, the person, from the moment he stepped into the building, it's so impressive. He's so genuine. He He's crazy. He's, he's just himself. so... He, he doesn't right. feel anything, you know, any anything to prove. He he knows he's that guy, and he's done it at every level. And if you're bending against him, good luck. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, because he's a Jaguar, too. Like, that's like, oh, poor Jaguars. Well, I mean, and we said out. the same thing about the Bills before Allen. He right. said the same thing about KC before Reed got there. You know, like. Totally. All right, man. Um, Get us with your prop bets. Shout out uh, BetUS. Anyways, over at, at Yards Per Fantasy, our, our main man, Alex, he's got a nice partnership with BetUS. So I thought I'd dig in, find some prop bets, some season-long prop bets. Um, I wrote an article over there about it. Check it out, yardsperfantasy.com slash dot net. It's the best dot com slash dot org. Anyways, <laughs> um, I, I, like, I pick up a Flarmbus today at the <laughs> Fleenbop store. Um I like to check out the lines, you know, right as camp is opening here, because one, I just think if we we take what we already know and like combine that with what we, you know, feel comfortable projecting, we can take Mm -hmm. advantage of some of these lines because, you know, as camp news comes out and let's say, for example, people realize, whoa, shit, Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence really got Really, they really got a connection going. Well, you're going to see that line start bumping up. So I like to try and jump on early. Um, <clears throat> so I found five that I feel great about. Um, and we're just going to jump on into them. I put five five units each on these bad boys. Um, for a season long, I like to put a little more action, you know, to make the, the season yeah. long grind worth the pay. All right. First one. At plus money odds, this one's for you. We got Cole Komet at over three and a half reception touchdowns at plus 110. So I I wrote this in the article. When I first saw the line, I honestly had to double take. Like, I was like, wait, what? So my first thought was, boom, Jimmy Graham, gone. So I looked it up. He has uh, I don't know, 11 touchdowns over the last two years. Behind uh, Mooney, it's going to be Komet, right? Like, at least not in the red zone. Plus, he had 13 red zone targets last year. So, and you can keep going. I got, I got, I got things to say. The only mm-hmm. last thing I, I wrote in, in the article is, like, I love Fields. Obviously, you know, I'm probably right behind you and Fields love. Um but the Bears still aren't going to be that great this year, and that's fine. But garbage time, baby. Like, four touchdowns wins on plus odds? That's cash. All Whew. right, so for, so for one, he straight up just dropped. Like, he admitted himself he dropped two touchdowns last year because he had zero all mm-hmm. last year. Like, that's not right. Um, two, um, I am racking my brain. I know Nikhil Harry is like 6'3". Who I don't know if he makes the team or not. I don't. I just don't. Right. You know, you can't trust um, that. But like Moody's, you know, he's not. He's under six foot. Pringle might be six foot. Vilas Jones is six foot. Like Bears don't have a lot of size. Komet absolutely does. Um, scheme change to an outside zone. I think the Bears run a lot more twelve, or oh, at least yeah. you know, like I think it's gonna be like that bootleg where he could be coming underneath or he could be you know dragging across and like right. I. I freaking love that bet, especially at plus. 
I, I know. I can't fan. believe it's at plus, and especially at that low. Yeah, I, I, hundred uh, percent. That's a great, great call. And like you said, uh, Bears are probably going to suck. They're going to be bad on defense. They're going to be throwing a lot to catch up. Um, fields. I mean, the only way to go is up, in my opinion. And I, right. I so honestly like, feel like the scheme is going to help him a ton. For me, it was like, what do we know? Uh, he's a top tight end. Bears probably won't be that great. What can we project? Well, he had 13 red zone targets last year. <laughs> like, you know, seems too easy to me. Um, I agree. And he barely played in the red zone because Nagy loved Graham. Graham got right. all the red zone snaps. Crazy. That's a good one. Number, I like that. Number two, we're going back to Christian Kirk. And uh, we're talking 850 and a half yards uh, reception at minus 105. So it's almost even odds. Um, we You already talked about how they paid him to be the guy. I've already talked about how I'm expecting Trevor to take a huge leap. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, Marvin Jones, 832 yards. So he was 18 yards away from hitting this prop himself. So now we're talking about an upgrade in coaching. We're talking about an upgrade at the position between Marvin Jones to Kirk. And we're talking about a huge expected jump in Lawrence's performance. I like to cover that. 18 yards from what Jones did last year in that shit show. I think this is also easy. And looking, I knew Kirk was close to 1,000 yards. He had 982 last year. Right. No, I like that. That's a good call. So I think 100%. that's a good one. Um, number three, Jahan Dotson. Uh, over 575 and a half. That's minus 115. Um, my reasoning here, 600 yards for a rookie, not that big of a, of an expectation. And also on all these bets, we're getting an extra game now. Like two years ago, this is a 16 game season. And mm-hmm. that comes out to what? I'm going to do some quick math. I think it's like 65 yards to get a thousand off of 16. Let's see how much it changes. Uh, 60, 680 yards would be 40 a game. Okay. 17, 17 times three is 51. Um, Hashtag math teacher. Also about 59 yards a game to hit 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, so anyways. Uh, Very reasonable. Dotson, I picked him here because I I, li- I really like him as a prospect, and I just didn't get any shares of him. So you, thanks, you sniped thanks him. to betting. You sniped him yeah. in our yards for best ball. Dick. I did definitely just do that today. <laughs> um, but thanks to betting, I'm in control. So I'm going to get me a share of Jahan Dotson, and this like is it. how I'm doing it. Um, Scary Terry's number one option, obviously. obviously. Um, and if anything, he's going to draw the attention. And what does Dotson do best? He runs routes. He does. He's got great yak. And oh, one thing I noticed while watching him in college: wow, this guy's got great catch radius. That was what I was going to say. You know what kind of quarterback? Uh, my that <laughs> I'm might I'm need stumbl- that catch radius. I'm stumbling over words here, but long story short, Carson Wentz is not accurate. Right. <laughs> Therefore, I think that catch radius is going to come in handy a few times. Huge. So, um, once again, garbage time, man. 
They're not going to be good. It's a low total. Home run. I like it. I like it a lot. I honestly feel like very, very, very strongly about all five of these. Um, number four, I went to Mike Evans. We're talking over one, 1,050 and a half. This one's also minus 115. Um, my guy here, uh, he's gone over 1,000 every year of his eight-year career. Do you, how many people have ever done that to start the year? Start the Probably career, just years. him. It is just him. Because goddamn Randy Moss, <laughs> the GOAT, only did it seven times to start his career. Right. This guy gets he gets no respect. All so he does every, is catch 100,000 yards. Every like year of his career. Three of those years, he did not hit 1,050. But once again, gets an extra game. I mean, I know he did last year as well, but still. So first of all, odds are already good here. Second of all, Chris Godwin. Going to be battling back. I tweeted about it yesterday. Missed me with that Julio Jones bullshit. I don't really? think that's going to matter. I think Julio is 100% ring chasing. I watched that man try and play professional football last year, and it was pathetic. <laughs> yeah, he's washed. Uh, he's just not healthy. He, he's never going right. to be 100%. He might and not I even think, be like 85%. I think this is the perfect situation for him. Like, yeah. give him like a little bit of usage give him the best shot for him to try and go get his ring. And I think it's best for both situations. But if you honestly are sitting here and thinking he's going to eat away at Mike Evans fantasy impact, I think you're fucking nuts. I agree. <laughs> and no, I love last I thing saying. I wrote some guy named Tim Brody came out of retirement. So yeah, moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I a hundred percent. I love Evans this year. I think he's absolutely a lot for like a top eight fancy finish. I don't care about Julio. I don't care about Russell Gage. I don't care about Godwin maybe being ready week one. I don't think he will be just based on the time. No, I don't think so either. Um, and, and like, it doesn't matter because Evans is just Evans. He's, he's a absolute already a hall of famer in my book. Um, and I just, I like watch, watch the film on him. He is always open. Plus he's six goddamn five. And all that dude does is catch his touchdowns too. I mean, he, uh, I love that. He catches the, I mean, that's not even that much, 1,050. Right. I mean, no, I and love the reason, that. Yeah, I, I, I was blown away by that total because this total was also listed before the, the Godwin week one news broke too. So like, this is before we even found out some more potentially optimistic news about Godwin. Hammer, Hammer Evans. Um, I like that play a lot. Last one. You can call me a Jags homer all you want, because it's fucking true. <laughs> but Travis Etienne, over 1,075 and a half rushing plus receiving okay. yards. Okay. I was going to say, this needs to be scrimmage yards. Minus 115. This is crazy, man. 1,075? Yeah. Okay. And a half. Um... His foot's good to go, man. James Robinson's looking like his rehab's going better than expected, but I still just don't fully trust it. Behind that, they drafted Snoop. Uh, behind that, it's Raquel Armstead. Like, it's just a room of dudes, and you, you already hammered home. Here, all right, direct quote from what I wrote. 
He had one of the most prolific college careers we have seen from a running back. And just because Urban Meyer picked him in the first round and he got hurt, we have completely forgotten about all of that. Yep. And so. Who was his college quarterback? Oh, some guy, beautiful long blonde hair. Looks like a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> did long they play, giraffe legs. Did they, play like, did they play like one year together? Uh, at least, maybe more. Like two? Oh, oh, it was three full years together? Wow. And they won. I wonder I if they have some they, chemistry. Yeah, I think they won, uh, won something too. I'm not sure. Right. And like, did ETN come back a senior year just to play another year with him? I, I don't I could be wrong there. <laughs> um, But yeah, once again, piggybacking off the Trevor's taking the next step leap. This is just, I don't know, man, they're, they're going to use them in the air. They're going to use them on the ground. Yeah, I think he's getting like 400 yards receiving easy. Right. I I mean, I don't see how he doesn't catch a ton of passes. If, and like, we're talking about home run threat, like home run threat, man. Like right. screens and shit. He eats that crap up. Get him. He is, his contact balance is so fucking dope. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, Before he got hurt last year in the preseason, I'll never forget. <laughs> they ran a screen to him and it was like one of those like bailout late screens from the backfield only person over there he, um, he's the only person on the goddamn screen who's not an offensive lineman defensive lineman or Gardner Minshew and Minshew sailed it <laughs> God, I remember watching him get hurt it was week three of the preseason and I was like god damn it it killed me Dude, I, yeah, I was devastated. I hope they don't play him at all in the preseason, to be honest. Same. Um, I like that. Yeah. Do you want me to rank? Do you want me to rank the five and how I like them? Ooh, yeah, do it. I like that. And okay, then, so yeah, hit me. Komet, I think is the best one. I, I think I think bad. so too. Especially the plus odds is the tie. Break. Right. Uh, I like eat. I like Evans next. Dude, that's what he does. Um. I'm going. I'm going. Etn after that. I think. I think he's a beast. And then I'm going to go. Then I'm going to go. Kirk. Then Dotson. But they're close. That's it's literally like, how I would rank them as well. I think top tier Evans Komet, and then the next tier is Etn, and then the next tier is Kirk Dotson. But I do I, like all five. I agree. Yeah. No, I think that's a good one. I 100. I like it. Um, I'm going to be writing another one. I like it. Some some team season long win props. Okay. Okay. So if you want to get in on it, get in on it, brother. I will, my friend. All right. So, ready for some blitz ball? <clears throat> Hell yes. All right. So, we love uni talk. We had that last week. Another common topic that's crazy that we love is mascot talk. We, I remember in like, I don't know, it was like high school. I remember we were like, just like hanging out, like going to bed, and like, we just went down like a, like a, going through baseball divisions like who's gonna what's what's mascots gonna win each division if it was yeah. a fight like we've always known stuff with mascots and so this is a battle you know, royale you want to know why and see a football mascot games <laughs> so true <laughs> the gators <laughs> um anyway this is a mascot battle royale so we're going to come up with a team of three that we think would be any other mascot team of three but we're doing snake draft and we can't copy so, instance, if I were to pick the Cardinals, like the Ball State Cardinals, I don't know why I would. Why? Zach, <laughs> Zach couldn't pick the St. Louis Cardinals, 
right? We can't we can't copy mascots. Okay. It was my my idea, so I'm calling one on one, and I have the one on one. It's easy. It's the Seattle Kraken. Dude, I already knew you were gonna do it, and I've got I've got a I've got a you got a counter. Oh yeah. God, yeah, because you'll see I have a theme. The, I mean, the Kraken, like, Rudy's the Kraken. Watch the fuck out. You don't want any kind of water battle with me. I'll crush you. Yeah, nobody wants to smoke with the Kraken. No. For damn God sure. damn it. Run away. Not even uh, <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. Not even Captain Jack Sparrow himself. All right. Well. All right, hit us with the 102. Mine. In anticipation wow. of the Kraken. I can't believe I, you called me out like that. I had to do some out-of-the-box thinking. And what is out of the box? It ain't America. That's for damn sure. And it's in Korea. And the Korean Baseball League. And it's the NC Dinos. What do you guys say about that? Yeah, you didn't see that coming, did you? Wow. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. I think Dinos could take out some Kraken. I so shout out Apple TV. Um, they have prehistoric, which is like planet Earth, but for uh dinosaur times. Oh, it's got, way fun. Oh, it's super cool. And it's got David Attenborough like um narrating, sir. Like the David. original dude. Yeah. Yeah, oh, hell yes. T Rexes, excellent swimmers. Wow, really? Did not know. That. Nope, would have never guessed. with them teeny arms. Never right. They just that. kick in the tail. They're basically like snaking snaking through and they use their feet to stay at the surface. That's they're like quick as shit. Yeah. I so, that's dinos, a, I bitch. Mean, I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, hit us with the uh, 201. Number two. I'm going for the Arizona Diamondbacks. We're going small and lethal. Yeah, I've one already bite. Gotten, I've already gotten Giant taken care of. Now we okay. need to... You're distracted by dinosaurs. And... <laughs> Um, so full disclosure, I had Toronto Raptors as one of my honorable mentions. Ooh, snap! I did have a dinosaur, I did not have Diamondbacks, so good on you. All right, all right, all right. You ready for my 202? Because it's gonna be your ass, too. The Drexel Dragons, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I got dragons. I almost picked the dragons from the Chinese basketball league. I remembered them. I remembered them from the college, uh, from the NCAA tournament when we did it. Um, yes, but yeah. So I, I got, I got, I got C Krakens. Okay. I got Air Dragons, baby. What do you got now? Just breathing fire all over your Diamondbacks. They got nothing. Okay. Okay. You follow me, camera guy. Now three hundred one. I gotta go land. This is definitely <sighs> cheating, but suck it. San Francisco Giants. <laughs> I wanted a tank, like just to take the damage. Right. I mean, they're giants. What are you gonna do about that? Well, if I knew all three of your selections, I probably would have scratched the Diamondbacks. Right. I went. I went team big. I'm normally short kings, but I went no short kings. <laughs> I went no short. Yeah, because you understand when it's about survival. Short and is I needed, out. I needed a tank. My dragons will fly around. I need a tank to take all the damage. I'm going to have to audible here. Okay. Um, My last one is going to be the Titans. Oh. 
and Greek gods. Damn. This is my only hope. That's a, gr- that's a great counter to my giants because yeah. they have like some like powers too. Because this is this is uh, this is my only hope, man. Originally, Shit, I wish I would have gone Titans. I gotta be honest. Told you I I, it was an, it was a last, last second audible. Um, my original last pick was gonna be the football team, a roster of fifty three <laughs> football players. <laughs> All right, I love that. But so I, I got, <laughs> I got Kraken, Dragons, Giants versus Dinos, Diamondbacks, Titans. So you're pretty land based. Who man? I don't yeah. know how you're. I don't know how you're defeating any dragons. I gotta be honest. Maybe titans. They can lightning like, bolts. If we're talking, right. If we're talking like Hercules the cartoon, there was the tornado guy and there was the lightning bolt guy. So uh, that could be. Listen, something. I don't know who's gonna win this fight, but the only yeah, thing yeah. I know is we needed a celebrity death match episode of it. Let's get it on. <laughs> All right. You got any? Uh, all right, sorry to mention one of my honorable mentions. You want me to go through my rest? Because I got a couple good ones. Go for it. So if you took dragons, I was gonna audible to the New York Jets. That's, Ooh, that's a good one. Carpet, I was gonna carpet bomb your ass. Yeah, um, we, yeah, that's fair. And same kind of Houston Rockets, but I thought like once you shoot them, they explode, and then like you're just down to team. Just useless, so. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I, I was like one time. Is it a one-time fight, or is it like a true battle royale where you got to go through rounds? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I thought about Washington Wizards, just casting Ooh, spells on your ass. Yeah. Right. Um, I already mentioned the Raptors. That would be dope, but they're kind of small. My last one is probably my. It was cheat code. If I felt like I needed a, like a like a Trump, I would have gone here. L.A. Angels. You can't hurt them. Shit, you right. <laughs> they're invincible. They're already dead. What are you gonna do? <laughs> All right, I got one wild card only because I don't know the the capabilities of this mascot. Right. Um and I'm diving into the NBA Development League. Ooh. To, to the to the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. I, I don't know what entails a mad ant. How mad are they? That's what I'm saying. A swarm of ants already could probably fuck some people up. So like Depending on they, the level of mad. Are they madder than like Skip Bayless when he doesn't get his turn in a debate? Yeah, that's pretty probably that's probably pretty level level playing field there. <laughs> all right, all right. It's all right. like that's if um all the male ants were Skip Bayless and all the females were like mega Karen's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So uh, maybe we'll make that a poll, see if we get any any traction with that um, or two matchups. But or if you got a better three, come at us. Come uh, at I, us, bro. Come at me, bro. I, I gotta say, I like my I like my team bigs. I think they're gonna be in good shape. All right, <laughs> team. Hold on, hold on. Team bigs. Shout out to NBA Two K Eleven. We made Dennis and I made our. <laughs> we each made our are creative characters as big as <laughs> people as you could possibly make. So like seven, 11 like or whatever bullshit. Or, yeah. yeah. And you know, three, but then pounds, like 99, everything, everything. <laughs> and we just dominated. And then we're like, 
Well, what's going to make this more fun? We need some more fun teammates. Who's going to be our teammates? I had the greatest idea. You did. All three of our teammates are going to be 1990s Eastern Conference All-Star Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> so our shortest player was Shaq in 96, <laughs> but he's 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 fit and he's running around like Greek freak. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to the OG team big. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so true. That game, that was so much fun. Oh my god! All right, that was a cooking time. Speaking of cooking and seven footers, Joel Embiid. Yes, one. He's a troll god. Gotta love that. Uh, Should have won MVP. Go get you soft. Um, but anyway, so Embiid likes to go out in the park and just play against just random guys, which is really cool. Right. And he's he, he, clip starts. He's got the ball and he passes it, which is nice because the guy he's playing is like a foot shorter than him. He gets the ball back. <laughs> And the guy's giving him his face. He's like, "You shoot it on me. That's fine. I'm not. I'm trying not to get embarrassed." But he does. Yeah. He get Embiid palms the ball, goes off his forehead, gets it back, <laughs> windmill dunk. <laughs> okay, I got two things here. First one, like I didn't want any of that smoke. Embiid gave it all to him. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be like, I'm good. <laughs> Second of all. Embiid, after bouncing off the head, drives in. Lane gets closed up. He still windmill slams him home. And like you, you can tell he's like trying not to go hundred percent. Like he's trying not right. to get hurt until he goes for the dunk. He's like, "Yo, fuck you! <laughs> get out the way!" This is fantastic. I love this content right here. Oh my god, Embiid, great. So going from one of the tallest dudes to one of the littlest dudes, even I can call him little. He's like tiny compared to me. It's Tim Kirchin, the most beloved figure in sports media. I I think it's got to be. Uh, if you don't like Tim Kirchin, like psych ward, I don't trust you at all. Let's figure out what's going on. With right. You. right. He got honored with the Career Excellence uh, Award from the Baseball Hall of Fame. So he got his award while David Ortiz, Big Poppy, got inducted. Um, and so I just, I'm just so happy for Tim. Uh, he's just the most like generous and just like beloved and just a wholesome guy. And he's got like a Rolodex of baseball memory. You'd be like top five scoopers at first base. And he'll hit you with like legit (laughs) all time, the all time list ever. You know what I mean? And he'll pull guys from like the 1940s from 2005 from 1992. Like he doesn't give a shit. He's so good. I, like that was such a perfect analogy because it was such like a such a random like baseball skill, but also like mega specific. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> only the nerdiest of nerds would even have like a couple people. Is, and he is like a, a legit top five. Like, yep, that dude has like eight gold gloves. That dude has like seven. <laughs> if there's anybody listening to this. And you've never had the pleasure of a Dan Levitard segment where they make Tim Kirchin like pee his pants laughing. You need to you need to do it. All he all they have to say so is Adam Silver and he cries. <laughs> or if they say Andy Reid, he cries. <laughs> when they when they get that man laughing that hard, oh my god, <laughs> it is too much. And you know what's like Loki just side tangent. So Tim Kirchin's like he's he's old now, so he can't really, but like Back when he was doing his beat, like covering like the '90s Orioles and stuff like that, him and Cal Rick and Ripken became really good friends because he's like a legit pickup basketball player, even at like four and a half. He's like legit five four, but he's like a good basketball. Really? Player. 
Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Neither did I. But yeah, that's isn't awesome. that cool? I just love Tim Turchin. Everything about I know. him. I know. I just is like Kirk Gems. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's like a little bit for us as like baseball tonight kids. Nostalgia. Yeah. Right. But still, goddamn, what a what a what of a guy. Now here's a guy. He's not my favorite. It's Trey Lance. I like to call no. him one play Trey. One play Trey. <laughs> Which isn't true, but it's just a really great troll and it rhymes. So yeah. I, I roll with it. Um, one play Trey. Uh, they've officially, everybody, they keep asking, like Shani and then Lynch and everybody, like, is GQ officially done? Jimmy Garoppolo? They're like, yeah, we're done with Jimmy. It's officially Lance's team. We've told Jimmy. And, like, literally, GQ is doing, like, the passing drills, like, warm up to keep his arm, like, you know, good. And then after that, he's, like, legit just leaving because they're he's just going to stand on the sidelines. Like, they're done with him. I just got to um, say, I have a ton of respect for the 49ers to just be real enough with everybody in the room about the situation and also be cool enough with Jimmy to let him come in and make sure he's also not screwed in, like, his betterment of his career. Like, I mad respect all around for how this is being handled. I agree. I think, and like Jimmy can't even be mad about how he's, he got a big contract from them right away. He's mm-hmm. gotten multiple shots. Even last year, they never flirted with Lance except when he was hurt. You know what I mean? They didn't even give him like packages and, and stuff like that. Like when they totally could have in like red zone, bring in Lance, have like a rushing attack. They didn't. It was Jimmy's team a hundred percent, which I thought was stupid as fuck, but props to them for being respectful. I got to give him like, like Jimmy had him at the Super Bowl. He's had him in the playoffs. Like, like, it's not like, like this dude's had his, his shot to take the team over the top. So. Yeah. I'm just, it. I'm they a and IUK fantasy manager. So I just hate GQ just cause he's not good enough to beat them. No, he's not. He's booking. Speaking of booking our Chicago Cubs. One, oh they're fighting with the Reds for last place, even after that abysmal start. <laughs> and then yeah. this like hurts so bad so much because the Cubs have really, really struggled to get, become nerdy. They at homegrown talent as pitchers, that that it's been horrible. So they traded for Quintana from the White Sox a couple years ago. Eli Eli Eloy, sorry, Jimenez was like the big guy. And then I'm sure the White Sox kept pushing, kept pushing, and the Cubs, you know, gave in, and they included Dylan Cease, who was a young high school pitcher, fire flamethrower. He was. There was shoulder stuff, right? He was still the Cubs' top pitching prospect at the time of the trade. But he was years away, and they they just knew it wasn't ready, and it was, I mean, it was a question mark, right? You didn't know. But he fell through on everything, and I know you and I were big on him because he was, like, our threat, like, this guy, if the stars align, could be him, and the stars have aligned. Dylan Cease is the only other MLB pitcher who has allowed only three earned runs in an 11-start span. The other guy to do it, Bob fucking Gibson. So three runs total over 11 starts? Three earned, yeah. God damn. Right. In like today's baseball, not 1968 right. baseball. And it's that was National League. This is American League. Not I mean everyone is DH, but you, you know what I mean. Right. Like 
it's insane what he's doing. This is a fantasy pod football podcast, and I we could talk about how poor the Cubs team management decisions have been since they won the World Series, but we're not going to we do won. that right now. Right. I'm taking the mentality. We won 2016. We're the best team for like four years stretch. Embrace that, and I'm happy. It just I'm where we are now. 100% on board with every move that preceded the World Series win itself. From that moment on, they've fumbled like every mm-hmm. single one. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah. So Cubs, they're booking. Also booking anonymous GM quotes on Lamar. No, oh, Jesus see this? Christ. So Warren Short went hard on his ass. Love Warren Short. Good. Great, great follow. So um, the quote was, he's so unique as an athlete and he's a really good football player, but I don't give a shit if he wins the MVP 12 times. I don't think he'll ever be a one as a quarterback. He'll be a one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. Hashtag racism. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So Sharp had a little bit of a thread. Lamar early down passing outside the numbers last year. Number one, yards per attempt. Number one, success rate. Number one, EPA per attempt. Those are good. While averaging 9.4 air yards per attempt, fifth highest. While being blitzed 32% of attempts, fifth highest. Like, if you're you're still on board of saying Lamar is is a running back, like you haven't been watching him the last five years because he like, he's not he's, he's a legitimate star right he's a good good player and like people love to hate on Hollywood that was his number one right you know what I mean like he he's never had like a Mahomes um type receiving core or a Josh right. Allen type receiving core or a Justin Herbert type receiving core like I mean Watson. Watson had Nuke and Fuller, you know, right? Or Cooks and Fuller. Like he, I just feel like you're like you're you're telling on yourself if you're still saying Lamar sucks. Like okay, it, it, it is what it is. What's well, Brady has what four or five MVPs, at least something like that. I don't even know. Too many. Here's you're gonna say I don't care if Lamar doubles up Brady's career. Right, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're goddamn right. racist. <laughs> you and you probably bring in. You probably believe in like QB wins as the stat, you bitch. <laughs> you um, probably still think that you have to be six and a half feet tall to be a quarterback, like and white, and white. They're just no. better leaders if they're white, dude. I'm just saying, like good old Southern Georgia boy with bleach blonde surfer hair, right? Six and a half feet tall white boy. <sighs> We kind of already talked about how great he is. I mean, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Because Lamar, we love Lamar. We've always been a Lamar podcast. He's a friend of the pod, even if he doesn't know it. Um, Even if he doesn't know it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Last last book in is Kyler Murray. And it's nothing wrong with him. Um, There's like a media, like, I don't want to say vendetta, because that sounds like it's like a witch hunt. But it honestly seems like a witch hunt to like like go after him. I think you're right. Like, they're really, really, really going after him. And, like, it's, like, daily. I, I don't know if they it's just all the content. Time. It's, like, but since like, he's coming What has he league. done? He, he, he said that, like, I don't want to be blamed for losses. I don't feel like I'm the part of the loss. And then he wiped Arizona Cardinals from his Instagram. Like, who gives a flying fuck? He showed up for everything. He's, like, he's played through injuries the last two years. Like, 
why is he getting so much hate? Okay, I'm gonna He's short. Take a, That's it. I'm gonna take a really galaxy brain approach okay, to like this this contract thing. As someone who suffers mental health, uh, depression, but mainly like real bad ADHD, if you have the self awareness to say, "Stick it in my contract that I have to do this," what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. If he knows, like for me, at work, let's just say, I know I do better if my boss sticks me with deadlines and like gets on my ass and like he sticks, he gets on me and he 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 holds me accountable to that stuff because if he doesn't, I'm going to let it slack because mm-hmm. that's just who I am. And so like there's some self-accountability and self-awareness to be had that maybe, maybe Kyler is like, I go home and I can't get myself to do that. I'd I want to do whatever. Maybe, maybe he does have the self-awareness to say, Hey, I'm going to put in my contract because I want to be better at football. And if I put it in my contract, then I got to do it to be, but you know what I mean? Like, there's so much psychology behind things. We don't know what the fuck that came from. So I don't know. And so I have a couple of thoughts. So he does have a quote saying basically like, I see the game differently and better than other people. And maybe that's super cocky, but that's how he feels. He feels like I don't need to spend a billion hours. He didn't say this, but he was like, he's like, I see the game very well. And, you know, I studied tape. I don't feel the need to spend 20 hours watching tape a week. Right. Now, that said, we don't know his study habits. Like maybe he's saying, I'm doing this independent study. I want to get rewarded for that. Like Arizona is a notoriously right. cheap owner. And they want maybe he's saying, like, if I'm gonna be doing this work, I want to get paid for it, which I a hundred percent as like a teacher agree because so much gets shoved on my plate and I get zero ex uh, compensation for that added on. I'm I guessing totally in agree. your line of work. Everything that you're doing, you want to be compensated for. I would too, especially if I know I'm one of the best, you know, 12 people on the planet that can do this job. Right. And it's like one of the most valuable jobs in the world. So I, that's I also another like, angle. This is what I'm saying about like the whole psychology behind thing. Like who are we to sit here and pinpoint exactly why that happened? Because you and I also very like-minded in a ton of ways came up with mm-hmm. two completely and opposite ends of spectrums reasons why this could have become a story. You know what and I mean? Plus, like it was clearly leaked by Arizona organization. Cause oh, yeah. I don't, I, I can't imagine Kyler, but even like, like Arizona's like they're leaking that out. Like what is their motivation to make him look bad? Well, then you also just gave him a quarter of a billion dollars. So <laughs> Like, what does that say about you? Like, it, like that makes you look like a fucking idiot. If like I mandate that you watch four hours with no distractions at all per day, independent study. Well, if you're so concerned that he's not going to spend time be ready for game day, why are you giving him a quarter of a billion dollars? Who's the real idiot then? Right. Like you're just trying to lowball this dude because that's what you do, and I get it. Like it's like a trade. Like you want to give up as little as you can to get back what you want, but like you're also it's like a self own, not a self own. Right. A cell phone. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a that's a thread on a part of my take, by the way. Um, but yeah, I just 
it's weird, man. People are really going after him. And um, I get the means. It's funny. It's funny to call him short. Um, you know, I, I've gone through, I've heard of all the short jokes, so it's fine, but it's just like, I just don't get how you can not think he's like a really, really, really good player. Cause all he's done is just ball out since day one. And if you want right. to call out his record, um, look at the Arizona record before he got there. That's all I gotta say. Right. And if you want to they call like, out his record, uh, that means you still think QB win stats are like all tell all be all <laughs> telling on yourself, bro. Because yeah, right. um, like Trent Dilfer had a winning record, I'm pretty sure as a quarterback. Like, <laughs> uh, you can have Trent Dilfer. I'll take Kyler. We'll see who ends up you right. know, being good shape. All right, so that's that's booking. Um, our last one, Guan of the week. Both of us made some money on this dude. He is one of the most entertaining MMA fighters in the game right now. He's from Liverpool. He's got a great accent. Goofy yeah. ass haircut, so good. Um, it's it's. It's Patty the Batty. Patty the Batty. Like I don't know shit about MMA. You don't. I don't. I don't know shit. Like that's a very factual statement. But what I do know is who Patty the Batty is and what he's about because of Twitter. And here's so me. Here's me about Saturday, him. and I realized that there's like MMA on because it was in what was it in England London. or in Ireland? Yeah, London. Okay. It was in England, so here we are getting MMA at three, four in the afternoon. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll watch this. Like, this is my biggest. Let's crap. go. I don't know shit because I'm not watching MMA at midnight. Like, I go to bed at ten, ten thirty, even on a Saturday. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard like, to stay up to like one a.m. for these prime time fights. Right. Anyways, so I'm just chilling. Um, I saw Patty's gonna fight, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm a, I'm a bet on Patty because I know one, I know who he is. I'm and I get to watch it. So boom. Uh, and so you text me. I'm like, dude, yeah, like, this dude is the best. I was like, and even yeah. better. And I send you his clip of him saying he wanted to teabag this dude, Jordan Levitt. I could be wrong saying your name. Sorry, bro. Um, he was a good sport about being teabagged after he, he got sure was. Out. Um, first round was pretty even. Some people said Levitt. Some people said Patty. I thought Patty just because I thought he was actually doing more despite being controlled against the fence. Which Second, is hilarious because like I texted you. I'm like, man. This is this is going horribly for Patty because I I don't know what and I'm he, watching. And even Patty said like that first round's not me. That's not who I am. So he hated what he was doing too. So maybe I was wrong. But anyway, second round, all Patty. He he got him with a devastated knee when he tried to control him against the fence again. Got him. Got his. Got the elbow. And he had locked his arm below his leg. And so he was basically two arms versus one. That's not going to work well with back control. And I'm not acting like I know MMA forever, but I do watch a lot because I'm a degenerate gambler. And um, he choked him out, and it was great. And I cashed with Molly Meatball, also getting a TKO with a devastating uh, back elbow. And so that was great. That was, uh, you know, that was plus 74 parlayed. It made me happy. Patty, Yeah, you nailed that one. So good. Um, I got two things. Degenerate gambler. I just need to, like, it just spurred a thought, so I need to get it out there. Super pumped for Premier League to come back next weekend because I love like early morning sports because I'm an old man. You are. And so like you get me because especially like on the weekends. That's right. Right. My me and my son and my wife, a lot of times at nine, ten in the morning on the weekend, we're probably just chilling, being kind of lazy. So like, hell yeah, gave me some soccer to bet on. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, next weekend comes back. Can't Number wait. two, 
Um, Patty the Batty related. Um, trying to think. Oh, teabagging. I mm-hmm. didn't know that that was the plan until it happened. And all of a sudden I texted you. I was like, he fucking teabagged him. Let's go. And you were like, it was the whole plan. And that's when you sent it to me. I was so happy. It was amazing. I know. Um, what a legend to call a shot like that. That's Babe Ruth shit. And <laughs> right. And just to like, I'm, we're going to, we're going to go out on a serious note today. I fucking love him saying, if there's a stigma, if you got to talk, just talk. I, I'd rather my mate cry on my shoulder and go to his funeral next week. And those are some of the hardest, truest words I've ever felt. Especially as like both of us had a very, very close friend commit suicide. And we, he never, he was a hundred percent that guy that would never admit that he was, you know, upset or sad about anything. And it's just, it's just horrible because like he was the life of the party and like, it sounds cliche, but like he literally was like the coolest dude. And like he, he opened up a whole new world for us as far as like, just like having fun. And it's just like a hundred percent. Patty's right. Like any guy, any girl, whatever, like if you're going through something, find somebody to talk to you because like you have love, like it's so like, don't feel alone because, or like any kind of way about it, because like, like it's so like he said i'd rather you cry on my shoulder than go to your fucking funeral because that's the worst thing on in in the world those and for him to like say it so eloquently in that Mm -hmm. moment like post fight like right he's all the adrenaline you know this is his time to call it's hit like usually mma guys like call out like oh i want to fight this dude next and like right so bring it on bitch like right yeah he is no he's I, he's like, he's like, I'm devastated about my mate, and I just want anyone else that's going through something to know that like you got people that will back you up. You just gotta let them know. So like, so, honest to God, it tells me there's two people watching right now. If it's you, DM us. I don't give a shit. We love. Let's you. go. We love you. We love everybody, and we love Lamp. Everybody.